The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times. Your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for listening to our show today. Also, thanking those listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also, thanking those who might be listening via their radio pub applications on the their iPhone, iPads, and Android devices. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn from a local storyteller of the days of the past in the Shreveport and Bossier City area. So stay tuned to this show for some very interesting information to bring back those best of times and the many years ago. It is Saturday, April the 25th, and we are broadcasting our radio show today live from the studios of News Radio 710 Keele, a town square media station here in wonderful, cloudy, but not rainy, Shreveport, Louisiana. Good and morning, Miss Angela. Good morning. I think it rained enough last night. Yes, it rained. You know, uh, I had people last night tell me, you know, we've had too much rain. Well... I'm glad to have a lot of rain now, so our lakes and our water supply, we won't be rationing water like they are in California, Arizona, and all those other poor western yeah. states that really need the water. But it's going to get hot this summer, it, too. It's probably going to get hot and humid, but it's okay. It's okay. Could be worse, right? Right. So you've been doing good, Miss Angela? Pretty good. That's, and, uh, Sorry about, f- about my fumble fingers this morning, though. Fumble fingers? Yeah, my fumble fingers. Can you fingers. say that 15 times? Probably fumble not. Fumble fingers. <laughs> not even going to try. Fumble f- fingers. Okay, that's, I want to do thank the the many people that have complimented us here on at the Best of Times Radio Hour. I've been been out to various events, the Strand, and of course at the uh, the um, Lion King performance of Stage Center, which by the way has this last performances today. If you have not, the the tickets are almost it's sold out performances, but show up, you might be able to slip in. Uh, it's a remarkable pre- uh, presentation of Lion King by our friends at Stage Center. Uh, but again, thank you for your your wonderful compliments about our magazine and our radio show and our website. So we really appreciate that. Be sure to pick up the May issue of The Best of Times, which will come out on May the 1st uh, at our 528 distribution locations. Again, thank you again for your compliments to our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. If you're unable to find a copy of our current or even past issues of The Best of Times, make sure that you visit our website, which has all of those past issues for you to view free of charge at www.thebestoftimesnews.com. We are very proud of our 2015 edition of Silver Pages, our senior resource directory. It is available at very few of our 528 distribution locations. It was distributed in March of this year, and over 25,000 copies have been picked up by our loyal readers throughout the Arklatex. But you can go by and visit our friends at Nurse Care of Shreveport, located at 1736 Irving Place in Shreveport, to pick up a free copy. Or you can visit the Cato Council on Aging Offices or the Bossier Council on Aging Offices. Again, it is also available for viewing and downloading from our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com. 
on Monday, April the 27th at 11 a.m. at the American Legion Post at 5315 South Lakeshore Drive in Shreveport. Everyone is invited to join the welcoming of a World War II veteran who will be stopping in the Shreveport and Bossier City area as part of his 6,000-mile motorcycle tour promoting the 70th anniversary of the end of World War II. Dr. Bruce Hillman, a young, 88-year-old World War II veteran, will be leading this motorcycle tour with members of our local American Legion riders. Please join us in welcoming him to the area at 11 a.m. at the American Legion Post, located on South Lakeshore Drive in Shreveport on Monday, April the 27th. Melanoma Monday is a national program of the American Academy of Dermatology. This program is expanding to a two-morning event in 2015 in the Shreveport and Bossier City area with the cooperation of three dermatologists in the Willis-Knight Physician Network. This skin cancer screening will be available on Monday, May the 4th from 8 a.m. to 12 noon at Arklaturk's Dermatology in Bossier City, as well as Arklatex Dermatology in the Shreveport area. It will be again repeated on Wednesday, May the 6th, from 8 a.m. to 12 noon at Dermatology Specialist um, with Dr. Sarah Baker. Appointments are required for this screening. It is a free screening and can be scheduled by calling 318 212 8225. Again, that's 212 8225. There will be a Parenting Your Parents seminar on Monday, May the 4th from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. at First Baptist Church located at 543 Ockley Drive in Shreveport. This seminar will consist of roundtable discussions to cover a wide range of topics dealing with the caring of aging parents. There will be resource persons on hand related to caregiver burnout, legal issues, hospice care, medical care, medical equipment needs, safety and monitoring, home health, and much more. The purpose of this seminar is to help persons to be informed before a crisis situation occurs relating to your aging parents. There is no charge to attend this seminar, but please reserve a seat by calling 318-841-8420. That's 841-8420. Give for the Good will take place this year on Tuesday, May the 5th. Give for the Good is a 24-hour online giving challenge led by the Community Foundation of North Louisiana to raise unrestricted dollars for nonprofits in the community. How does it work? Well, easy. First, nonprofits create a profile on this website at www.giveforgoodnla.org and anyone can go log on to this website to make a donation to any one of these 100 plus nonprofit organizations in the area. Remember, May 5th is a day to help the area nonprofits to help others in our area. Remember to log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for a listing of announcements made during today's radio show, as well as information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by A-Bears, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. 
Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Kaligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Joining me on my show today is a very special guest. It's Miss Joanne Sigler, who is the author of Wednesdays Are for Remembering. Thank you, Joanne, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. It's a pleasure to be here, Gary. I'm deeply honored to have you on here. You're a great storyteller. <laughs> your, well. your stories... Uh, have inspired me, but also make me bring back those memories. That's my point. <laughs> okay, so I, you just released the book, Wednesdays Are for Remembering, uh-huh. and, and we're going to mention to our, our listeners, it is available at King Hardware, look at it at uh, 4834 Line Avenue in Shreveport, and uh, recently released, and I know it's, it's a hit, and it, it's a compilation of stories, right? It is. Um, I um uh, I'm I'm very interested in people knowing from whence they come. Whence they come, very good uh-huh. word. And um, even little children, you know, that's that's why you tell little children about how you were raised, or as my mother would say, uh, you raise chickens, but you rear children. So um, I'm being I'm correcting myself via my mother, who hopefully is heaven. But um, storytelling has been popular. Uh, if if you'll go back to the Indians, they're they're very famous. Uh, about storytelling and um, the the problem nowadays everything seems to me to be in the present and as far as I'm concerned the present ain't too good right now but um, I I, um, these things that I write about are my experiences I'm 83 years old and been in Shreveport forever except two years to teach school in Longview, Texas and um, just uh, uh, for instance um, those of you listening I'm sure you've all gone down uh, the Uri Drive extension past Fort Humbug. Well, I'm sure most of you will know why it's called Fort Humbug, simply because those bad Union boys were coming up Red River, and um, we Southerners were um, ill-supplied with cannons, so they uh, cut down uh, pine trees and charred them and set them up on that bluff behind the VA hospital, and the Union people were so afraid that we were um, completely supplied with artillery that they turned around and went back home. But very few people know why it's humbug. Um, but it's a funny story because uh, a humbug is really a bug. And it's very, very tiny. However, it makes a humongous sound, which deters any kind of um, larger than he (laughs) being consumed or stepped on. But one of the generals came uh, after the encounter, the supposed encounter with the Southerners and the Northerners, and he said 
He referred to the bug. This is a really humbug, meaning you put up a good front, but you don't know what's in the back. So that's how Fort Humbug got its name. But I just think, you know, so many people go up and down Fury Drive Extension that you ought to know about Fort Humbug. <laughs> I didn't. I hate to say this. I was not aware of that, that story. I'm glad I learned something new today. Oh, yeah. I well, tell the, you a lot. <laughs> well, Joanne, that's what I, I, I think I've been, been inspired by you. A lot of people uh, do not understand the, the history behind certain sayings, certain oh, yeah. um, items in our area that have been named after an individual. Right. Or why was this named after a person? So uh, we're, we're hoping that more of the younger people, people get interested in the past and the stories and and, and it makes them appreciate it right very definitely for instance my great-grandson is going to AC Sears school when I was a little girl uh, I was raised on William Street which is across from the Shrine Hospital right off Kings Highway and on the corner of William Street in the next house were two beautiful beautiful homes one on the corner was uh, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Leroy Kirby, and Mr. Kirby gave part of his land in Bossier for Barksdale Air Force Base, and next door to her was Mrs. Nell Kilgore, who happened to be A.C. Steers' sisters, and he built these beautiful homes. But in the meantime, A.C. Steer was building Broadmoor, um, um, South Highlands, uh, he went in uh, to um, a little bit of, of Cedar Grove, but then he built uh, Valencia, which is on the other side of the levee at the corner of of Kings Highway and Uri Drive for um, um, the Negroes. And this is of with all honor, I'm I'm saying that word. But the, the Negroes needed beautiful help. Uh, in um, in living, and so he built the first section over there behind the levee, and um, I I got tickled because um, my great grandson has made uh, the circle because his great granddaddy went to AC Steer School, so. <laughs> So it does make that particular circle. Right. Okay, somebody wanted me to ask you. I met a person last night that uh, has picked up your book, and, and and maybe he hasn't. I don't know if he's read it, started to read it. He just picked it up. Why did you name it Wednesdays Are for Remembering? Um, uh, Orvis, my husband, has um, uh, an early, late 1800, early 1900 Victrola with a great big horn that's oh, about three wow. feet high. A, definitely a collector's item. Oh yeah, and there's a little. There was a little article in the paper uh, eight eight and a half years ago that said if anybody had uh, something interesting to that they wanted to um, um, let people know about to call them. So I called the, um, the newspaper and this this young man came out and I asked him um, uh, do you ever have uh, a need for a senior writer? And he said, who? And I said, uh, me. And um, he said, well, give me something that you've written and I, um, I'll take it to my editor and we'll talk about it. 
and the uh, newspaper has that uh, section that's called um, what's the section that uh, well it's been changed name voices they voices, voices. Uh-huh. and so um, he called me back and he said send something in and so I had just written a poem um, about uh, parks because I've Everybody who's anybody going up and down Line Avenue is going to say, oh, that's Betty Virginia Park. Uh, I went there when I was a little girl. And so I wrote this poem, and that's how I got started. And it's, um, it's been, I wrote for seven and a half years, and um, the, that section of paper happened to come out on Wednesdays <laughs> for so lack of another name. <laughs> I couldn't say Thursday when it was on Wednesday. <laughs> so that's the Wednesday. That's and the Wednesday. I, I thought that was the case, but yeah. I just wanted to make sure that you air, air that on our show. So this is your third book, right? No, it's my fourth book. Fourth? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. My first book, um, um, as I said, I've been here all of my life. My mother came to Shreveport when she was about four, from all the way from Carthage, Texas, on a wagon. And my daddy came from um, Tuscumbia, Alabama, on a train um, in about um, 1916, I think. And um, uh, they met. My daddy had to have a haircut. So he was renting a room in West End, and he went to the barber shop. And the barber shop man was happened to be my mother's uh, uh, brother-in-law. So he said, "Can you get me a date?" And he said, "Sure, <laughs> uh, my my sister-in-law's free." So um, anyway, they got married in 1920. Now, what was your question? I 1920. Wow. Yeah. Well, but mother had finished Old Shreveport High. And um, uh, Mr. Grover C. Kaufman's first year to be a principal, and they were married um, in night. No, they were married in 1923. She graduated in 1920. But anyway, um, I just love Shreveport, good or bad. Doesn't make any difference. If something's bad, I'll go down and talk to the mayor. Oh, <laughs> and she will listen, right? <laughs> well, all of them have Cedric and and uh, Bo Williams and Hazelbeard. All those are have been good for the city. So what? So are you feeling that this is helping your kids and grandkids and great grandkids? Oh heavens, yes. Um, uh, have they asked for Grandma to, to do a follow-up or uh, to explain further? Uh, you mean on my articles? Well, um, my grandchildren, uh, my, my daughter Liz's son lives in Monroe, and my daughter Ann's children live in um, uh, California, and one lives here around the corner. And um, but but Scott and and Kristen and and Connor have all stayed with Orvis and me at different times, and um, I used to take um, uh, Scott and Kristen to the Barnwell Center, and um, every time there was a, an art exhibit, her, their mother was trying to get a master's degree in speech hearing, and so we would we would go down there, and this is funny. 
there was an art exhibit down there, and so I uh, I said, okay, I want all of both of you to go in there and pick out your favorite picture. Well, and I said, look at every one of them. Of course, that big um, gallery is quite big, and it was full of pictures, oils and watercolors and so forth. So uh, Kristen's favorite was um, flowers that are pink and purple. Well, what little girl doesn't like pink and purple? Well, I knew that was coming. And then Scott, um, he picked one that had um, a fruit in it because Scott was healthy <laughs> but then we went over to the um um to the uh, where they had the plants and everything and i said now there's a, a there's a <laughs> there is um a magic goldfish in that pond and he has a white place on his head of course i had already figured this one out and i said if you throw a quarter in and make a a wish your wish will come true. So I gave each one of them a quarter, and the fish swam around, and Scott tried to hit it, but he missed. (laughs) And so on the way home, um, Scott and Kristen were asking each other about what they wished. And I said, well, Scott, what did you wish? And he said, I wish that I would turn uh, five years old. And you know what? The following Saturday, he turned <laughs> five years old. His wish came true. And I said, see, Chris, uh, Scott, wishes do come true. Oh, that was I, I'm, I'm a remarkable grandmother. Hey, you know, I those tell, simple things are good. See, the, the veins in my hands, are that's really chocolate syrup. Oh, okay, very you know, good. I just very tell them little things like that. <laughs> We're going to be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Senate Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show as a special guest is Joanne Sigler, the author of Wednesdays Are for Remembering, talking about the various stories of the past of the Shreveport and Bossier City area, and I'm, do, I'm deeply honored to have her on my show today. I love, I love talking about history and talking about history of the area. You know, Joanne, in, in my travels throughout the world, I'm still amazed that when people ask me from what area I'm from, that, you know, even little Shreveport and Bossier City is known for a lot of things throughout the world. It, it, it touches me when people say, I know where you're from. I know, the, I know that neck of the woods. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that, for our size of city, and recently I, I had some guests that come here, and they were just like at awe of all the culture we have. And, again, a city of less than 300,000 metropolitan area. You know? Right. What, what do you think about that? Uh, I think it's great. Um, but, um, you know, Southerners are notably lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the go-getters that, that I love. And, and I include myself 
on that because I'm always I have a little friend, John, and his uh, girlfriend uh, Nicole. That um, I saw them at the symphony, and they're like in their late twenties. And I thought, Dad Gum, I am so glad to see them. And um, we do have so much. I was on the board of the Louisiana State Exhibit Museum for several years. When it, a great uh, place that a lot of people do not think about going. Okay, exactly. But see, I went there uh, when I was a little girl because it was air conditioned, and as <laughs> soon as I got in there, I took my sandals off uh, when my mother and daddy weren't looking, and a cool on the feet. It was just wonderful. Um, but. Um, Speaking of knowing about Shreveport, I have a friend who went to Ireland and he was checking into his hotel and uh, he wrote his address down and the woman in, the, in a very Irish brogue said, oh, you're from Shreveport, Louisiana. He said, you know Shreveport? She says, I was a war bride. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, that um, if we get, we get around pretty good. We, we do. And speaking of that, Mr. A.C. Sears' son, um, uh, nephew, Mrs. Kilgore's son, ended up being president of one of the biggest oil companies. Um, Cyrus Kilgore, uh, we were, I was talking about him with someone the other day, and it's just wonderful that, um, all of our, that a lot of our young people go off and make something of themselves, but it's such a shame that they don't come back. Um, we, we need them back in, in Shreveport. Well, we're, we're trying. Well, I'm, exactly. We're, we're definitely trying. So, uh, as we, we talked earlier about, what in, what has the books done for you? Well, um, let me go back to what I was going to answer a while ago. Um, my mother and daddy uh, went to the nursing home uh, together, uh, and they really just needed care. And um, but and they were in the nursing home for seven years, but. Being the kind of person I am, it broke my heart that I have always thought I could do anything. I could make anything well. I could build anything. I could do anything. And after they died, it uh, um, my sister was eight years older than I, so both of us were more or less only children. But I started... I started thinking about Mother and Daddy and all the funny, crazy things. My mother's personality was a combination of Edith Bunker, General <laughs> MacArthur, Jesus' mother, and Joan of Arc. Whoa. You think I didn't have a, a mother <laughs> who, know, who knew all of my sides? Um, but it... Um, so I started um, making notes about what I did when I was a little girl and about their personalities. And so I decided to to write a book. And my friend Vernon Hastings um, <clears throat> said, Joanne, let's publish it. So with his fantastic help, uh, I published my first book, and it's called Love Returned. And... Um, um, I can't tell you how many of my friends have uh, have borrowed that book when their parents were failing, and knew that that you know it happens to everybody. Thankfully, your parents die before you do, and it you know I I I wasn't the only one in the whole wide world that had 
you know, parents like that that I couldn't make well. But, um, and so then um, I started um, writing my first book and um, with the parks, and then I put my articles from the paper into that and then this is my third one Wednesdays is for Wednesday is for remembering but um, the fact that um, I would go to my dining room table and sit and, and think well what am I going to write about today because not only have I written about historic things in Shreveport but about my life for instance I brought a list and um these things are hilarious. Uh, I wrote about the word clean. I wrote about the word alphabet. I wrote about the word may, uh, wheels. I wrote about the, the, the word yellow. But then I wrote about beginnings and endings and, um, you know, wonderful things like that. I went to Barrett, I went to Bird, I went to Centenary, and that's 16 years of a whole lot of fun. And um, um, uh, your stories about the city of Bird were, were, were oh, definitely absolutely. inspiring. But the thing that I go to the dining room table, write my tacky little thing, and let Orvis read it, and he'd say, "Oh, well, that's good," which was his pet answer. <laughs> it better had been. And then I would take it, and then I got letters, cards, telephone calls, taps on the shoulder at at the symphony, at the Strand, um, at church. Um, people I didn't even know. I got a call from a lady in North Carolina, and she said she used to live in Shreveport. And we talked for uh, several minutes, and finally I said, um, and what was your maiden name? And she said, Barbara Meek. And I said, is this Barbara Rose Meek? And she said, yes. I said, you don't even know who you're talking to. I said, this is Joanne Sherrod. I just found a picture of you and me as three-year-olds riding Aww. my horse with your daddy and my daddy. We've been carrying on a converse, uh, um, uh, uh, friendship via letters, telephone calls ever right. since then. But it's what my ta tacky little writings have done to people. And then they call their friends or family. But I have to tell you one more thing about that. I went to Sam's one day. And I checked the people coming out, and I thought, well, I don't see anybody I know. And so all of a sudden I heard this man say, hello, Joanne. And I looked around, and there was a man smiling, about 40 years old. He was pushing his mother in a wheelchair. And I walked over to him, and I said, did you speak to me? And he said, yes. And I said, have we met? And he said, well, no. But he said, you know... I, I read all your columns, and I know everything about you, so I just figured you were a friend of mine. And I said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he walked on, and I walked on. But that's what reading, uh, that's what sharing does. I have, I, I live by two words, um, and they are choice and sharing. Choice, you know, choice, choice being choice of what? Everything. Okay. 
you, the choice comes from your head and the sharing comes from your heart and you cannot do one without the other true that's very true would you inspire others to do this write oh, stories for their family so they could pass it down definitely i have um, a friend who is the mother-in-law of a friend of mine and um, her mother was quite ill and I said go get your spiral notebook at the grocery store and start writing down everything everything you think about even if it's a sentence and you hide it and you put it between your mattress and your springs but so nobody knows where it is and if the maid changes your bed be sure and take it out but if you change it just keep it back in, in there and every that was probably eight or nine years ago and every time I see her she said thank you for that oh. it's just you know but there's but more that can be expressed by the written word than by a conversation that is true because you're so hesitant you're going to hurt somebody's feelings or am I got am I going to say the right thing well with me I say it anyway whether it's right or wrong <laughs> that's my reputation in fact um, I have a little beauty operator friend who calls me trouble every time I walk in to get my hair uh oh oh <laughs> Trouble in River City, okay. But but Joanne, you know, in this in day and age, I've been promoting at various nursing homes and senior events that I've been that, that people do write down their stories to pass down because those stories are going to be lost of your family members. Absolutely. A lot of them will say, well, they're not interested. Well, I, I told one lady recently, well, how do you know they're not interested until you tell them? That's right. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, one day... Um, um, a young man was at our house, and um, we were talking about airplanes, and he asked Orvis, uh, have you ever flown a plane? And Orvis said, well, son, I was a Navy dive bomber pilot during the Second World War. And he was astonished because he was a member of our family, and nobody mm -hmm. ever told him that. That's right. And and so Orvis related a story when he was flying in the in the in the South Pacific that um it was very foggy and he was trying to make it back to the aircraft and um he heard his father say pull up Orvis and he did or he would have crashed. Wow. And you know stories like that just um instill in people um, what we're all made out of because we are made out of our memories you know that's why you study history well it was good or it was bad don't do that anymore like tell your child don't um, put his hand on the fire it's hot, and that's called history. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm telling a lot of individuals why they should, because it, it brings up destiny. I mean, their family members, if they would have made a different decision or different choice, things could have changed. If they had not married this individual, this might have something else would have happened. Now, you asked me about uh, how Orvis and I got together. Well, yeah. it's rather interesting. 
Um, I was widowed at 35, and I had been a widow for uh, two and a half years. Orbis uh, had been a widow for probably about six or eight months. And he was my sister's Sunday school teacher at Kings Highway Christian Church, where I was raised. And so he was giving out free tickets to the... He was the basketball coach and athletic director at Centenary for 15 years. And he was giving out free basketball tickets because he was building the Gold Dome and Centenary was playing at Hirsch. So he wanted people in the audience at Hirsch because, you know, it's a humongous thing. Even if there are 400 people there, it looks like one bench. And so... um, my my uh, sister said, um, Orvis, when you get ready to um, to date, let me know. I've got a, a <laughs> widowed sister waiting in the wings. And he said, Well, here's an extra ticket. Why don't you bring her tonight to the ball tomorrow uh, night to the ball game, and I'll look her over. Uh oh, look her over. Oh. So, my sister called me, and I said, I love basketball ever since the first basketball game I went to at Centenary. So I said, sure. She didn't tell me I was being um, I was looked, being looked over. over. So we walked in, and um, um, she introduced me to Orvis. He was her Sunday school teacher. And um, so then I said, well, y'all want to come to my house and have cake and coffee after the game and everybody said sure well good grief they didn't leave till two o'clock the next that morning my sister and (laughs) brother-in-law in in orvis well i don't know how many people are listening to this but the following that was tuesday night the following tuesday he asked me to marry him now he says that i asked him but that is a lie he asked me. That Whoa. was February, and we were married uh, June the tenth, and it's coming love, upon uh, coming upon forty five years. Love at first sight. And I still might divorce him. I don't know. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we better take a break after that one, right? We'll be right back with more information. But now, a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bear Sending Country. Of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and GT. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, sending country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is Joanne Sigler, the author of Wednesdays Are for Remembering, and we are talking about a lot of interesting stories. Her book can be picked up at our friends at King's Hardware, located at 4834 Line Avenue in Shreveport. Thank you. Joan, for joining us today here. Thank you very much for inviting so, me. So we're, we're, we've learned some great scoop about you. and uh, But the, the other question I have, and somebody wanted me to ask you this, do you consult with others about facts and stories of the past, or is it only your recollection? I No, it is not mine. Um, the thing about it, um, those of you who remember Eric Brock, Great guy. Who died way too soon was probably the most outstanding historian Shreveport ever had. And if you ever go to an antique store, <laughs> go to the books and look for anything that Eric Brock 
wrote. He was fantastic. Um, and then if I have something in in uh, make some little reference in a sentence in a in an article. Somebody will call me and say, do you remember this? Now, I'll have to say that I was a Depression baby. I was born in 1932, and um, everybody needed a job. My dad was with the KCS Railway, and um, but he hired this young lady, uh, um, uh, Negro lady at 16 to come be our maid. Now, I looked up maid in the dictionary, and it says household help. That's all it says. But she was my other mother. She was my friend. She was my horsey when I rode her back when she vacuumed. She knew all of my problems. She solved most of them. And she hated to go home every day. She worked for six and a half days a week for 30 years. 30 years? 30 years. Um, uh, My mother made her uniforms blue because everybody else in the neighborhood wore white. She wanted her to be different. In the Caluthian Tower down on Texas Avenue, she went to dances there on the roof with with, um, 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 Galloway and... um, all the big black entertainers of that time and made my daddy drive down and see if I could see her on top and be sure to wave. (laughs) My mother made her evening dresses. She was a member of our family, and that was the case of those times, and those times are what are so dear to me, and that's why I like to remember Oh, what what a touching story there. A lot of people don't remember in those era. They, you did have another mother, and uh, you had help. Right. Her name was Kiki, and my children's uh, other mother was Bessie. And um, my daddy would fire her if he didn't like the way she ironed his shirt. And um, she would leave, and he'd say, Now, Lily Mae, remember, you're fired. She'd say, Yes, sir, I'll be here at 7.15 in the morning. He said, You better not be late. They just had <laughs> this going all the time. Oh. And um, so that she was an extra member of our family. So, again, we're going to encourage all of our listeners out there. Wednesdays are for remembering a great historical book of a collection of stories of the past of the Shreveport and Bossier City area and then uh, you bring out a lot of interesting things about about the neighborhoods about uh, about the, the high schools the junior highs etc and, and the elementary schools in the area right. and about the parades and about the parks uh, of all the nostalgia I mean and it, 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 it brings a good you, you were talking about something good for the heart these are good for the heart right they are well, thank you again for joining us here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. I loved it. Thank you. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Sunny Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you for listening to our show today. Hope that you'll join us next Saturday for another interesting show that could benefit you or your loved one. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of the best of times at one of our 528 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Again, thank you for listening to our show today. I'm Gary Kalik. 
Vegas, wishing you and yours the best of times, both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Best of Times on 710 Keel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for The Best of Times. This is News Radio 710 Keel, K E E L, Shreveport Bossier.